0: Hey everybody, c Note here and welcome to Super Myers-Briggs Turbo WVX, the show that is upgrading your personality development. I'm still working on taglines, but uh, today on the show I wanted to talk a little bit about what's the point. What is the point of learning typology? What is the point of personal development? And what is the point of it in relation to my context and what I want out of life? And, and how we can start to look at it as... Um, you know, uh, a personal beacon for where we want to go in life. And, you know, I've been self-assessing how I want to talk on these podcasts, these different podcasts that I do, how I want to speak on the internet and, um, and who I want to communicate with. And I think that is resulting in this podcast episode. So feeling a little existential today on super Myers, Briggs, turbo EX. Let's do the thing. Let's go. Okay. All right, welcome to the show. Hope you guys are doing okay. Um, so today, I've been I've been having a little bit of a, uh, a rewiring kind of day. I've been in a place where I'm starting to think about my general direction. I've been thinking about the pressures that I've been feeling from like outside sources in terms of like money and uh, really the internet and the general marketing notion of how you should behave or how you should be, or how you should talk about something. And I've been really frustrated by it. Like I've been really literally thinking like, what's the point? Like, what is the point of any of this? What is the point of me doing this podcast? Or what is the point of any of my other podcasts existing? What is the point of me creating courses? What is the creative, what is the point of anything? Right. And I don't mean that from like a, like a, nihilistic existential perspective. I mean that really from a sort of a, a, a testing my own resolve and just asking myself the tough questions kind of perspective, because I think I have to like every once in a while, I just have to strip back to nothing and ask myself, okay, what am I doing here? Like, am I just on autopilot? And, um, I, I kind of want to present this from somewhat of a Myers-Briggs perspective, really like I'm going to talk a little bit first about how this is kind of applying to my life because I just did an episode on my other shows, uh, anchor.fm slash dopamine and anchor.fm slash brand blaster that are essentially talking about fulfillment in your work. And I think a lot of us are coming to this podcast or coming to Myers-Briggs in general, asking questions about not only our personality, we want to learn about relationships. We want to learn about ourselves, but we want to learn about a career path and, and we want to learn sometimes about our audience and who do we want to speak to and how do we speak to them and whatnot. But, but do we, do we ask ourselves like, should we, should we be doing what we think we're doing? <laughs> Which is a very INTP statement, I realize, but the uh, I, the idea here is like, should should we be do like should we be reanalyzing what our etymology is for even doing this? What is the purpose of all of this? Like, why do you want to learn Myers Briggs? And like the reason I wanted to learn it, and I've shared this a couple times, is because I wanted to learn and separate my personality from my mental illness, and. I eventually started to learn it as a means to be able to help other people do the same in regards to like marketing or really separate the general human neuroses, uh, issues that a lot of people have from their personality or allow them to embrace their personality so that they can move forward. Right. A lot of people are really stuck in uh, codependent relationships or they're stuck in abusive relationships or, um, or they're scared to put themselves out there because of fear of others, or fear that they put upon themselves, or they don't know how to combat the voices that get put into their head over time in their life, right? And I think I've I've absolutely struggled with that, and th- that all leads to me talking about like as I've been putting together my Brand Blaster course, I've been starting to ask myself like, am I putting enough content out there? Am I doing this the right way? Like, what is the purpose of this? Uh, is, is am I doing this for the right reasons. Does this feel good to me? And I think about that with like the content I put out on Twitter. Like when I talk about Myers-Briggs or I talk about just anything uh, branding related on my personal account or, um, you know, Facebook or anywhere, like what is the purpose of any of this? And when I get into a place of like quote unquote creating content, it just doesn't feel good for me. Right. It feels like I'm trying to pander. And for me as an ITP, like, trying to pander to build community is just not something that feels good to me. Whereas like another personality type might feel better about that, or they wouldn't consider that what I, what I say is pandering would not be considered that to them. Right. It would be like emotional empathy or be, uh, some sort of, um, connection point through another person. Whereas for me, the connection point is through me. Right. And I think for me, that is like, That is the point of continuing to have Myers-Briggs in my life is to have that beacon, have that focal point of like, okay, I'm getting into this place again where I'm trying to pander. I'm trying to, uh, I'm trying to use FE connections, which is harmony. Or, uh, if you're following the Myers-Briggs system and the personality hacker, uh, car model system, or you can think about it as, um, uh, uh, it's just extroverted feeling which is my inferior function. And the thing is like, I grew up most of my life with, uh, and all of my life with an ESFJ father who is, um, he's a good salesman and he's a good people person. And I learned through emulating him, but also realizing that when I try to emulate him, I come off as like salesy or, um, or as, um, like I, it's obvious that I'm trying too hard, even though to me, it might feel like I'm in some sort of weird flow state. Uh, like when I go back and read it later, it feels kind of gross. Like it feels like I'm trying to appeal. Like when I try to appeal to other people, non-genuinely, it comes out pretty obviously gross. Like it's nowhere near, even though it sounds and feels good to me, it's nowhere near as good as like, you know, someone who is an F E dominant, um, doing it right. So I, I think like kind of circling back to the question of like, what's the point is like the point of learning. Myers-Briggs for me is to be able to use this information to move forward. And if I'm not moving forward, like, then it's like pointless, right? So when we get into this place where we're starting to ignore, ignore some of the things that we're learning, or we're getting to a place where we're trying to learn for the sake of learning, meaning that we're not applying it to something like, then what's the point? Like, I find that that happens when people start to get into a place of, Um, like learning about shadow functions and diving deep, like too deep into Enneagram, unless that's a system that like really uh, resonates with you. Um, you know, they, they kind of skip past Myers-Briggs or they don't take enough time to learn the depths of the, the, the dominant and secondary relationship and how that, that relationship essentially, feeds the rest of your cognitive stack, including the other four shadow quote unquote shadow functions. Right. And there's so much focus on things that don't show up in our personality, the less than 1% aspects that show up in our personality that we forget to to continue to nurture the things that matter to us. And the point is that what matters to me is my individuality and how I express myself. And, and typically when I share my story, it resonates with people more Than if I come here and tell people what to think, right? Because even if I, even if I'm saying like, Hey, you shouldn't follow shadow functions. They're like, the hell are you talking about? (laughs) Like it's, it's stop telling me what to do. Right. And and that's not my goal is to not tell you what to do, but I want to make you curious and I want to make people curious in the right direction. That's really the only kind of goal that I have. And that's the point for me is that I want to make people curious and something about learning your dominant function is going to help you realize like, what's the point, what is the point of my existence? And if you want to take it to that existential place, you totally can. Like, what is the point of who I am as a person? What is the point of what my brain wants? What is the point of what my brain wants in relation to my context, whether it's um, my relationship with the internet or my relationship with people in my life or my business or whatever it is that I'm doing, right? what is the point? And I think a lot of the time there's that combination of that dominant strength and that inferior ambition that kind of gives us that framework. It kind of allows us to see like what's going on. And and I talk about myself as an INTP all the time, because th- that's the story that I know. Like, I don't necessarily want to say like, okay, so an ENFJ should be feeling that like, it's all up to you in relation to your context, right? Like you can learn about all that stuff on your own, about what that FE means for you, what that dominant FE means to you in that introverted thinking. I can give you that loose framework. Like, so an extroverted feeler like ENFJ or ESFJ will be looking to community, whether it's personal community based on your past or uh, uh, somebody that's going to help you move forward. Uh, um, Whatever that context is of that community, like you're building a community so that you can learn about your identity through other people. And for me, it's the opposite. And I've expressed this on a previous episode. It's like, I'm learning more about myself and me as a person and sharing my personal stories so that I can build community around that. Right. And I'm not necessarily trying to build community in a way that I need to nurture and take care of people, but I'm trying to build community around people who like listening to what I have to say (laughs) and that respect and like, and trust me. And, um, you know, in a lot of ways that is very cliche in written by the books. Right. And, um, but understanding all of that in relation to my context and applying it to the fact that like I am trying to build a business and I'm trying to do, I'm trying to have these multiple podcasts so people can listen to me and, um, and hear my story and hopefully like my story and connect with me based on those stories. And, you know, essentially try to sell products and sell courses and, and try to do one-on-one coaching, whether it's through Myers-Briggs or through branding so that I can make a living and I can continue to have experiences and continue to tell stories and continue to do this um, and, and to continue to live my life in the way that I want to, that feels fulfilling to me. So another way to look at it is like, what is the point in, in the sense that like, what's going to bring fulfillment and typically fulfillment for you is going to sort of manifest in that, that dominant inferior relationship, mostly that dominant relationship, right? Like I want a sense of logic. I like studying people because of that FE inferior. I like studying, um, uh, uh, not, I like studying the notion of, um, in, like interconnectivity and relationships because of my uh, my extroverted intuition and and um, not relationships, but like like um ideas, disparate ideas and connecting them. And that that like, to me, that feels like that's the point. The point for me is to continue to express my individuality and to, move forward in my life through that individuality and build community through that. So when I get into a place and all of this is basically, and the point of this podcast of asking what's the point is, is that it, it stemmed from two things. There were some, some sort of recent conflicts that I kind of had on the internet um, where I was uh, attempting to appeal to a different type of person than I usually do. And I, I, I was also not in a great mental state. So there's that. But I, I was also, I also feel like I've been trying, I've been getting into this place where I'm thinking about content, like what is appealing to people. And that doesn't feel good to me. Like it doesn't feel good to start to think about like, what does everybody else want? because then I let go of what I want. And then I start to feel terrible, start to feel physically terrible. And mentally I can't focus. And I feel like I don't feel like I feel like I'm just, I'm just blending in. And for me, blending in is not something I've ever wanted to do. Right? So that's just not something that fits into my personality very naturally as an INTP. So it's important for me to tell that story as myself, as an INTP, going through this journey, because I think it's going to apply to you in your context. You know, like if you're an ISTJ, like considering how your path and your relationship with information is in relation to like how you want your life to feel, how you want it to look like in relation to, you know, like whether that's with family or um, however, whatever exposure to your your memory, your earlier life that you have and how you want to manifest an aspect of that into your future is, is like, that's totally personal, right? So like thinking about that dominant strength and thinking about using that inferior beacon, because I find that a lot of ISTJs or even ISFJs have that inferior beacon of like, they want to be, they want to be fun, right? They're fun within that, safety framework right like my my ex-wife is an isfj and she i loved her i mean i still love her as a person but like i i when i was with her i loved her for her reverence her irreverence rather and um And, and carefree attitude and she was able to take care of people and she was really good at that. But I realized that that carefree attitude over time is because she was feeling a sense of safety. When she doesn't feel a sense of safety, she's not like that at all. But when she has family over, she has friends, she's, she kind of lets go. She's fun. And she like, she wants to be that she wants to just relax. Like her ambition is to be like an old Japanese woman that just like lays around and does nothing and uh, just lets go and doesn't think about it. Right. So, you know, for me, that's just kind of interesting. And um, I think I want to continue to encourage um, and I I guess to bring it all home, like what's the point of this podcast? What's the point of my teachings? What's the point of anything that I'm talking about is like, I want to bring the point home that it's, all of this stuff is more fulfilling and more interesting if you can apply a personal context to it. I mean, regardless of what type you are, like if you can apply it to the people in your life, the people that you know, and I think it's, I think Myers-Briggs gets really boring and it gets really cold and it gets really, um, useless. When we start talking about functions in a vacuum, I love applying all of this stuff to people that I know people that I love and being able to tell stories behind this stuff. Right. If we can tell a little bit more about like, you know, a connection point between like, you know, my ex wife and this topic and uh, my personal story and um, you know, friends that I deal with. Sometimes I talk about Molly, who's an ENFP. She's my partner. And um, you know, all the, other you know, I talk about my dad who's an ESFJ, and I talk about other people in my life in relation to Myers Briggs, and I think that helps us expand our understanding personally, and it helps. Um, I, I think it helps. I, I think, I think it helps all of us to really think about the value of this as something that that applies to our personal lives, and it's not just something that, um, that that we can just. I, I think. I think what I'm trying to say is that it's easy. It feels like it's easy to discredit because we're just talking about it, not attached to something. And I I want to, I want to make that attached to something. And I think that's the beauty of what like, um, you know, personality hacker does really well is that they connect context and concepts to these ideas. Like they don't just, I mean, they have plenty of episodes where they talk about how different functions manifest in different scenarios and things like that. But context is still so much more interesting. They have more guests on these days to talk about their personal experiences. They have, um, and they talk about like bigger social issues in relation to what's going on in society. They talk about Graves models. They talk about like kind of the um, uh, American nations. They talk about all sorts of things that are personal development related and, and different ways that people can start to think about who they are as a person and not just think about functions in the way that they should behave or do behave. And, um, you know, I, I think, I think that can also start to elicit some bias in us that because I have extroverted intuition that I'm supposed to do this and my brain starts thinking about like, okay, so I'm in extroverted intuition. So I got to stay like this or I got to be like this. Right. And, um, it becomes nuanced and interesting to really start to think about how the functions really work together and to almost learn this stuff and then let go of it. Like that's the really fascinating part to me. And I think that's where I'm at. And I'm trying to also explain that and talk about that in an interesting way that, um, that, that expands this conversation and isn't just more of the same because there are plenty of articles out there telling you about what they think they know about functions and how they apply to different, um, uh, scenarios and contexts and things like that. And I, I just don't want to do that anymore. Like, I feel like that's not actually helpful in the big picture. And, um, you know, we're no longer people who are just trying to trick corporations into paying us for, uh, a, a loose understanding of information. Right. I think even those people who are still doing that sort of work within corporations are doing it um, hopefully a little bit more in a way that can actually be helpful and teaching uh, so that this is something that they can take with them in their life. And it's not just about you guys are intuitives and you t- you guys are sensors. You should sit here and you should sit there and you guys should have meetings together and you guys shouldn't have meetings together. Right? Um, so I, I don't know. I think about, I wanted to pre- present like, what's the point in kind of an abstract way. And I kind of just applied it to a couple different things, but really I think it's helpful to consider what's the point of your relationship with Myers Briggs. Like, why are you doing this? Why are you learning? Um, I think that's important for anything, honestly. Like, why are you learning this? Is it because you think it's cool? Is it be- like some, just in a way that you're trying to like, lose weight. Like there's really no bad reason. Honestly, like if you want to lose weight to feel good, that's great. If you want to lose weight to look good, that's fine. Like whatever is going to propel you and get you there. But at the same time, like typically the deeper meanings are going to give us a lot more longevity with the usage of this knowledge. Right. And I think that's where for me, it's been the most fulfilling in utilizing it as a way to differentiate myself from my mental illness. But I also realize that there is some bias that is sinking in and I am perhaps treating myself as more of an introvert than I actually am and, um, trying to fulfill the role of these functions or these types or these, um, yeah, these four letter codes instead of just being myself and listening to that framework occasionally. Does that make sense? I hope it does. Um so I wasn't really planning to do to record this episode today, but I've just been feeling very talky and very um I don't know, a bit philosophical. So I I mean, I did an episode on my other podcast about fulfillment in your work, and today just kind of talking about what's the point on this episode. So um let me know. I'm really curious. Like if you're curious about Myers-Briggs, like what got you into it? What's the point of it? Are you learning for like sometimes referencing that is going to help you uh, to find and ask the right questions as well. Because if you're just learning about yourself, if you're learning about other people, like the context of that is going to be far more interesting than just reading an article about extroverted intuition and what it is, because it doesn't exist on its own. It exists in a human brain, a human brain that is complex and there's a lot of things going on. So this has been a very INTP podcast, but all of them are going to be because I am an INTP and that's the way that I think. And that's the way that I am. So I'm trying to take that to new heights in the best way that I can. And hopefully this helped you think about it in a slightly different way. Even this episode was like a little bit weird going through it. Cause like, I still feel like I'm talking at people and I don't want to talk at people. So it's going to be a little bit of a growing process to learn how to do this. Um, while sharing my story and not necessarily just like teach you through telling, you know what I mean? So still learning, but, um, we'll be here for this journey together. So let me know where you're at. Let me know what you're thinking. Let me know if this sparked any thoughts. I would love to hear about it on Twitter at super MBTI or Instagram at super MBTI. You can leave a voice message here at anchor.fm slash or hit me up with a, uh, you can leave a iTunes review. That'd be amazing. And, uh, share this show with a friend who is also trying to take Myers Briggs to the next level and not necessarily, um, just reading the same stuff over and over again. We're going to try to really try to take it to a personal development level as opposed to just Myers Briggs. Like that's not necessarily the point. Um, it's making me almost regret the name choice, but I don't know. It's still fun. So, uh, if anything, this show might end up, um, Uh, being absorbed back into dopamine Um, so go subscribe at anchor.fm slash dopamine but I'm not really sure so I'm still kind of playing around if anything majorly changes I will let you know and maybe this this uh, podcast might just have a short run but um, we'll see how it goes so let me know what you're thinking and I'll catch you next time on Super Myers Briggs Turbo EX later hey thanks for listening to Super Myers Briggs Turbo EX we're going to help you with Myers-Briggs and all that fun stuff. And uh, if you want to jump straight into the advanced course, go to supermbti.training. If you want to check out my other shows, go to dopamine.life for mental my mental health podcast. And you can go to cnote.show to check out the media podcast. So if you love this show, go to anchor.fm slash supermbti and leave some love. Leave a review. Share it with your friends. All that good stuff. And uh, most of all, thank you. Thank you for listening to Super Myers-Briggs Turbo EX.